down south to the land of the pines I'm thumbing my way in North Carolina Staring up the road and pray to God I see headlights I made it down the coast in 17 hours Picking me a bouquet of dogwood flowers And I'm hoping for rally I can see my baby tonight Hi everyone, thank you for joining us today on the Pamlico Porch Podcast. We have some awesome things going on today, including an interview with Courtney Baines, who is the Executive Director of the Blue Ridge Women in Agriculture Group. So Courtney is going to tell us more about how they're working hard to strengthen the local food system here in the high country, but also some events and things that they have upcoming. I wanted to give the backstory about how Courtney and I um, connected with one another. So a couple of months ago, I was in Boone, North Carolina, and had the opportunity to eat at the Gamekeeper restaurant. So it did not take long of from beginning to end of my experience with the gamekeeper for it to quickly become one of my favorite restaurants in North Carolina. So the menu is very different than most other restaurants where it includes bison and elk, even emu and duck. Um, It's a great culinary experience. Uh, Ken and Wendy Gordon do a fantastic job of bringing wild game to a very fine dining experience. And while I was there, I had the chance to chat for a little bit about some upcoming events that they have. And one that really just sparked interest with me was a farm to plate event. Now, the purpose behind this event was not only to bring farmers together with restaurant owners, but also incorporate local residents into this event as well. So this gave a forum for farmers, as uh, Courtney refers to, is to give a TED Talk and really explain the importance of using local farmers and farmers market and produce. And when you're shopping to to think about that and think about where your food is sourced when you're buying. So it's a really neat experience and it triggered a thought for me to reach out to Courtney to hear more about what it is that they're doing. And I'm so glad that I did because Courtney has so much fantastic information. So Courtney, we are so excited that you're here with us today. And I can't wait for you to share what it is that you're working on with our listeners. So welcome to the Pamlico Porch. Yes. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I love the opportunity to share about local agriculture here in the high country um, and all of the great work that our farmers do and the way in which Blue Ridge Women in Agriculture helps to lift them up. So um, our partnership with Gamekeeper is that they are the second feature of our farm to plate dinner series, which is um, basically a celebration of local food and um, our talented chefs and really an opportunity to showcase what our farmers do here in the high country. Um, You can imagine growing food in the mountains um, comes with some special challenges. We've got pretty, um, well, we can have pretty brutal winters, I guess, compared to other parts of the state, um, but our farmers are committed to, to growing good food. So the dinners really um, are an opportunity to um, showcase those flavors. And so we partnered with four different restaurants um, that we know are already committed to, you know, Doing somewhat an inconvenient um, practice of of buying local and, um, and creating menus that are that are seasonal. So 
the first stop on um, in the series was a pl little place called the New Public House in Blowing Rock. And then the Gamekeeper um, is just a signature restaurant in the high country. And you know, Tim and Wendy Gordon um, have a really strong ethic um, about supporting local and you know, creating these seasonal delicious menus and just have such a talent and skill for creating um, really like eclectic dishes that no one else would really think of putting together and they just deliver it so beautifully. So um, it's also a dinner that's going to be unlike what they typically serve and that it's going to be family style. So it's going to be one big, long running table. Um, and being March, you know, we're at like the tail end of winter and in the high country, our winter will probably continue up until May, unfortunately. But <laughs> um, so the offerings um, that we have in terms of like fresh produce are pretty limited, but we still actually do offer a lot of um, you know, food that is grown right here in high country soil. So the menu is going to be featuring um, rabbit, a rabbit pot pie, um, and it's going to be featuring some spring greens and microgreens and goat cheese and um, and potatoes, of course, the, some leftover potatoes that, that our farmers have been storing very carefully since um, the late fall harvest. Um, and so not only are participants going to get to eat the delicious food that's grown by our farmers and prepared by our talented chefs, but um, also get to hear from three of the farmers that were going to be featured. So it'll be um, like a TED, TED Talk style presentation in which the farmers are going to share about um, about why they chose this as a profession, um, why they remain committed to it despite um, what can be some pretty brutal weather challenges and other challenges, <laughs> labor shortages and all sorts of disease and pests and all the things that farmers face um, when their office is outdoors in nature. <laughs> and um, and they'll also talk about why you know, it's important that those of us who aren't farmers um, do commit to supporting our um, small family farms and ways in which consumers can really both show their support, um, share their support, and you know help ensure the future of, of farming. Um, in our in our communities here in the high country, but also you know really where anyone lives. So that's that's the story of Farm to Plate. We've got two more dinners planned. Um, one in April at um, a charming place called Reed's Cafe and Catering, and then um, in May at um, Gideon Ridge. It's a, a very small inn and um, restaurant. It'll be a very intimate. Um, tiny tiny place but um um very very cool experience um so that's that's what we're doing this spring and we have a lot we have a plan to do another series in the fall as well that's awesome i know when we talked last week you were telling me that the blue ridge women in agriculture you know really is just trying to help people um not only farmers and restaurants but you know consumers as well realize uh, about local food and that there was an online um, farmer's market that's available. Can you tell us a little bit about how that works? Yeah, sure. So um, many people um, get a little confused when I 
um, share the name of our organization because they're like, oh, so you are women farmers. And um, we were, it is true, we were founded by women um, back in the late 1990s. Um, women farmers got together and really felt like their voices weren't being heard um, and maybe their roles weren't being respected in the farming community. So they just got together to lift each other up um, and really help change the face of farming that farmers don't come just in one cookie cutter shape, that um, there's a diversity of folks growing food and really lifting up the role that women have played in our food cultures and, and food ways. Um, so, you know, their original mission was to strengthen our local food system, and the mission has remained the same um, since our founding. Um, we are still owned by women, um, but our, our our projects and programs have really shifted in response to the needs of our community. So, um, you know, in our our regular and consistent um, communications with with our farmers um we really heard that the greatest need that our our growers face is having you know more markets having more ways to connect with with customers more ways in which to sell the the great products that they're producing so um we also heard that you know storage is a big problem for our farmers we heard stories of folks storing molasses under their beds and um, the struggles of trying to take their animals um, to be processed and having no place to store them, you know, um, the local, the closest meat processing facility is, um, that's animal welfare approved anyway, is like within three hours or we have, they have to drive three miles, three hours off the mountain and back. And so if you don't have a place to store all of that processed meat, if you don't have a freezer or storage space, then you can only take one you know, one animal at a time, which can be very, um, very costly <laughs> to a small farmer. So we first um, heard that request and created what was called the High Country Food Hub, which started as um, two large walk-in freezers and a large walk-in cooler in which farmers could store their products so they could increase their product availability and therefore, you know, help ensure their financial success. And once we had all of this great food, all stored in one place um we realized goodness we need you know we also need to help um alleviate this problem of needing access to new customers and needing new markets you know the Paga county which is where boone is located um where we're housed is has a fantastic saturday farmers market that just runs from may through november and so for the rest of the year, there wasn't really a great spot for farmers to connect with, with consumers. So we um, created um, the online portion of the High Country Food Hub, which is basically an online farmer's market. It's open year-round, and um, it now features over 500 products. I think at one point we had 690 products listed and um, over 50 producers um, currently offering their products through the Food Hub online market. And it's really just a way to connect customers to these farmers. And a lot of the customers that utilize the online purchasing platform um, 
don't love getting up on Saturday mornings to go to the farmer's market. So we're not taking customers away from the farmer's market experience. We're just broadening the reach, widening the net, so to speak, of the folks who who are able and, and you know, want to support local. So everything sold on the market is grown within um, a hundred mile radius. The majority of products on there you know, are from right here in Watauga County and the counties that touch touch our um our borders. So everything from um wide variety of meat options to local popcorn <laughs> to microgreens to goat cheese to granola and honey and dog treats and books written about farms by local authors. So all sorts of goodies there on the market. That's great. The, I know when we talked last week, you mentioned um, tr- trying to make sure that you get local, really good, wholesome food to everyone. And you mentioned that the farmer's market actually offers um, a kind of buy one, get one for doubling your bucks for the SNAP program. Yeah. So um, since uh, uh, for about four or five years ago, um, the story actually goes that the program is called um, double up food bucks now. And there's many of these programs that have been popping up around the country, which really are all about, um, you know, like you said, making sure that everyone has access to this high quality food, um, grown by their neighbors. And so for families that utilize SNAP or food stamps, if they bring their EBT card, because now there's no longer any actual stamps, it's all, you know, um, on a card. So if they use their EBT card at the farmer's market, then those dollars are doubled. So if they run, you know, $10 worth of their um, EBT money, then they'll then get 20 bucks to spend um, on on the food that's there at the market. So about five years ago, um, one of the school principals at a local elementary school um, heard about a similar program um, on an NPR story NPR show, I think the story goes, and she was like, "We're going to make that happen here in Boone." And so, contacted the the big market that was running. They said, "Sure," but they needed to have like a fiscal agent to to manage the donations. And so, Blue Ridge Women in Ag served as um, that fiscal sponsor for for about four years until um, last year. Um, we decided that we were really going to um, help the program grow and expand it. To more than just one market and we really wanted to take on the um the management and the advertising and the fundraising for the program whereas before we had just served merely as a, a spot to um to, to accept the donations and then we just gave 100 percent of donations back to the one market um, but the money was always running out before the end of the season and we didn't want that to happen we wanted it to be consistent and dependable so that families could know that you know at any time in the year they could go and get the best local food available um, and be able to stretch their their very you know, tight food budget a little bit further. So so we were happy to um, to partner with an organization out of um, Michigan called Fair Food Network. They provided us technical assistance and marketing materials and um, some program design, you know, back-end structure and data collection, all that, so that we could run um, a really good and consistent and long-term program. Um, our town, the town of Boone, um, our local government um, body, 
gave us um, some money to to you know create those matching dollars. So with that twenty thousand dollar investment, we were able to expand the program to four farmers markets here in the high country um, or here in Watauga County, and um, you know that since grew to um, many more families utilizing the program. Um, we expanded it to um, to families using the WIC program, women, infant, and children, and so that was a huge success. And many of those mothers um, utilized those WIC vouchers and then were doubling them at the farmers markets. Um, it was just such a great, great growth, and um, so many more people were able to take advantage of the markets this year. And we also, you know, we continue to offer it through the High Country Food Hub. Um, and it, you know, it helps farmers because farmers get new customers in which they typically wouldn't be able to access. You know, families um, with limited income get better food, and then it also keeps food dollars local. So we're just so excited to be a part of this um, great project that's you know, happening around the country. I absolutely love that whole program because <laughs> you know, typically when you're on a budget, it, it ends up the cheaper food is processed food and food that's not as healthy mm-hmm. for you. So I absolutely yeah. love that it's making better food available. Yep. Definitely. So tell me a little bit more about what the Blue Ridge Women in Agriculture, other than, you know, obviously partnering with the farmer's market and kind of helping bring farmers, what other things are you guys doing? I know there's some stuff on your Facebook page where you're doing some gardening with kids and that sort of thing. Yeah, so um, we really, you know, see food system work in very much a holistic view, um, and that includes age and education. So um, we do a lot of work with university students. Um, We also think it's super important to start, um, you know, inspiring children when they're really young. We would love to see, um, you know, everyone who graduates from Wadhawgi County School to really understand where their food comes from and value farmers and um, understand the importance of a strong local food economy. So um, we have, um, we help organize what's called the Let Us Learn program and that um, provides support for school gardens because um, we see school gardens as great outdoor classroom learning opportunities. So kids can really see how food is grown and where it comes from and the work <laughs> that goes into growing food. Um, that food doesn't just show up in a grocery store. So we also um, do that through what we call, you know, our farmer profile project. Many times um, we, we highlight our female farmers so that we can, you know, stick to our original kind of founding mother's <laughs> mission of changing the face of agriculture and, and showcasing the diversity of folks that are growing food. Um, and we've done farm tours in which, you know, virtual farm tours in which we um, create videos of of our female farmers and then show those to the children at, you know, right before lunchtime. And then they get to come into the cafeteria and actually taste some of the beets that they just saw in the video that were grown by the woman farmer. And um, they get to, to decide if if they love beets or kind of like beets or 
not yet. <laughs> I don't like beets yet, but they're going to try again someday. So we try to avoid the word yucky because we don't we don't want to um we don't want to close the story on beets. <laughs> if that was the first time a child had ever gotten to eat them, so we want to really frame it in that idea of not yet, you know, and I'm going to continue to try and um so you know, we really see our our work with the schools as being like a a food system education piece um from the school gardens to the respect for farmers to the you know, trying new foods and learning how to cook. So we partner with our Whoppers Extension and um, their consumer science division to, um, to help ensure that, you know, all kids get get that exposure, if, you know, just in case they're not getting it at home. Um, Absolutely. It's funny yeah. that you mentioned the cooking. I saw that you guys have some cooking classes going on as well. Yeah. Is that, does that have an age restriction or is that who's that usually targeted towards? Yeah, so we're, um, this upcoming cooking demo, um, is with, um, a pretty well-known, um, food writer, um, named Sherry Castle. And so she's coming up, um, from the Piedmont to, um, to offer, we're calling it Appalachian Spring, <laughs> um, cooking class and what she'll, she'll share the secrets and, um, and techniques, um, for, to prepare a pretty traditional Appalachian meal, um, spring Appalachian meal that that will include some kilt lettuce and and other um, kind of flavors of of uh, of our culinary traditions here in Appalachia. So we're thrilled to be having her um, come, and we will tie it to products that are available right now um, in basically the dead of winter or dead of winter or the the early early days of spring, um, and Folks can can actually order through you know the food hub and the way the food hub order uh, works is that the online market opens Thursday at lunch and then customers can order from Thursday through basically Monday at midnight and then on Tuesday farmers get notifications about what their pick ticket was so whatever customers ordered the farmers know that that's what they need to bring to the food hub and then they'll bring us the orders on Tuesday and then Wednesday morning we'll pack all of the the local food orders and then customers will come and pick up what they've ordered on Wednesday um, Wednesday afternoons and so the cooking class is going to happen right after that that pickup time so that you know we're going to encourage customers they can go ahead and put the local ingredients in their shopping basket they can come to the cooking demo and then they could you know essentially take all that information and, and head home and prepare that meal for their families that night or, or the next day or that weekend, however <laughs> they choose to do it. So this will be the first time we're, we're um, putting all of these pieces together. Um, but we're, we're so excited to, to be having, to have her come, come and celebrate culture and tradition and cooking. So it's already been, we just advertised it and tickets have already been selling like hotcakes. So we're excited about that. It's, obviously something that folks want (laughs) that's so exciting i was looking online when um on your facebook page you posted the event and it seems like she had a lot of good information and the cost is really low it was ten dollars so i think that's a great price point for people to be able to kind of get out and learn some new culinary experiences (laughs) very accessible for for anybody exactly absolutely so I know you guys have a Facebook page, and can you tell our listeners a little bit more, of, if they want to learn more information about what you do, where they can go, and 
um, how to yeah. get more information. Yeah, sure. So um, to check out all that we're doing at Blue Ridge Women in Agriculture, um, you would go to our, our website, which is our acronym, brwia.org. Um, and from there, you can find links to all of the different um, programs we offer. We offer a membership um, program. We really rely on you know, our community support to be able to continue to offer our programming. And you know, we think of it as, as a friend of agriculture <laughs> membership so that you know, you're investing in the future of, um, of local ag, um, no matter what your gender, no matter what your occupation it, it's not just for farmers. It's not just for women. It's for everybody who, who cares about, you know, building, rebuilding long, um, strong local food economies. So brwia.org is a place you can find out. You can join. Um, you can get involved. And the highcountryfoodhub.org um, is the place where you can check out that online market. And um, we love sharing with other communities um, about what a food hub can do. and um, you know, we'd be delighted to, to share our story with others who, who have questions. So we welcome anyone to come check us out <laughs> and learn more. That sounds great. And again, um, I want to make sure everybody knows, you know, how to access you because that's great information, but also a way to sort of take that to other communities within the state as well. Yeah. So, Courtney, we're so excited that you told our, your story today and kind of what it is that you guys are doing to make a difference in agriculture. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add to make sure that all of our listeners know? <laughs> Just every time, you know, you take a bite of anything, um, you know, always just kind of approach it with a sense of gratitude to all of the people that, that helped, you know, bring bring that meal or that snack to your plate. Um, it's something I know I'm instilling in my son and um, this idea of, you know, truly giving thanks um, to the hands and the labor that went into our food. and um, yeah, I hope that everyone finds a way to, to support their local farmers, to visit a local farm or, you know, to, to put their own seeds into the ground and, and enjoy the bounties and flavors um, that your that your local soil can um, give you. So, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> spring, spring is a great time to start <laughs> celebrating and remembering the importance of that. <laughs> Absolutely. And planting things and, yes. and helping your kids with growing farms and stuff like that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being with thank us today. You. We really appreciate it. And I know our listeners will find the information as interesting as I did because it absolutely blew my mind all of the things that you guys were doing. Oh, well, thank you for all of your time and efforts and showcasing the great things around the state because um, I think, you know, it's it's important to um, to have outlets in which to share. And so, like, thank you for, for doing what you do. Thank you to everyone that joined us today. Again, we had Courtney Baines, Executive Director for the Blue Ridge Women in Agriculture. Hopefully you enjoyed learning a little bit more about what they are doing in the high country of North Carolina to strengthen the local food system. So hopefully you can take back some of this information to your own community in North Carolina and see some various ways that we can bring the farm to plate experience a little bit closer to home. So Please join us for our next episode, which will include the guys from Bedlam Vodka in Durham, North Carolina. They're going to tell a little bit about how their recipe came to be and some cool things that they're doing. So until next time, thank you for joining the Pamlico Porch, and we'll talk soon. 
Heading down south to the land of the pines I'm thumbing my way in North Carolina Staring up the road and pray to God I see headlights I made it down the coast in 17 hours Picking me a bouquet of dogwood flowers And I'm hoping for rally I can see my baby tonight